This is your other brother's podcast. Sorta. What's up, homies? Thank you for coming to the Corona Convo cast. We are back once again. This is an extension of your other brothers, and we're a community navigating faith, homosexuality, masculinity, and coronavirus together. I'm your host, Tom. Thank you so much for being here. This has been such a joy. Honestly, like, again, I've stated this multiple times. If nobody listened, if, if no, no one in the world cared about the combo cast, I would still do it. I would still have quite a great time doing it because I get to talk to so many amazing people one-on-one in our community and adjacent to our community. So um, today, I'm sure we'll fall right in line with all the others. It's taken him a while to get here, but he finally found his way into the combo cast arena. And it's our other brother, Jacob. What's up, Jacob? Hello, hello. I am excited and pumped to be a part of my first ever combo cast 2020. With no distractions, no one else. None. In the room. Nothing's happening because we're all at home hiding. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, your brother Nate has been here twice already. So he uh, he warmed up the Baranowski seat for you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Jacob, I know we've talked off camera, off microphone a couple times since the, the virus struck, but uh, um, what's like the update for you? How are you doing about a month or so into this whole ordeal? Because last time we heard you was on the the last Yobcast we did, where we talked about yeah. fear. Yeah, I don't think not too much has actually changed since since then, um, which I feel like is probably true for like 95% of um, humanity. Mm-hmm. But I think it's actually, I, I have found that personally things have been fairly easy for me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm able to keep working from home. Um, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. So like uh, spending a lot of time here doesn't really bother me or I haven't felt like super antsy or like I have to get out and go do things. So um, I would say that the, the hardest part is just not being able to see people and like spend time with a lot of friends. Um, so, but overall I'd say, uh, I would say I'm usually doing well, flourishing. All right. All right. Yeah. I hear from a lot of fellow homebodies who say similar things like, Oh, my life is just not, not a lot deal. different. <laughs> and I will say it's a little bit of a blend for me. Cause you know me, I love to wander and travel and get about. So on the one hand, I feel incredibly restrained and restricted right now, but also the other true thing about me right now is I'm living in my favorite place that I've ever lived. Like the, the dwelling that I call my home, yeah. my favorite place I've ever lived. And so there is definitely a heightened appreciation for the fact that that I have this like incredible, secure, beautiful home. Mm-hmm. Um, That's huge. Which a year ago would have been incredibly difficult. I'm so grateful this pandemic is hitting us now because if mm-hmm. it had hit me a year ago when I was living in the middle of the woods with no Wi Fi, I feel as if I would wither away and just sure. die. And, and someone would have to just check on me. A month later, the fact that there would be no podcasts or blogs uploaded <laughs> to the website would trigger somebody to come knock on my door Aww. and see what happens. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> Sorry to take that to a really dark place. <laughs> no, no, it's I, I've come to expect it. So, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> In the back of your head, you're like, oh gosh, Tom, it would be Tom's weird go, if, Tom's if going like, there. you didn't end this by like saying, oh, and then I'm going to die. So. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've been I've been counting my blessings living living here mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yep. Yeah, what have you what have you been up to? I know so when Ryan and I talked, 
um, you know that we had to talk about CrossFit. That was that was that was a given. Um, which I know so you love. I that. And then um, but I know you you have your you mentioned to me recently that you had your own little special workout digitally. Um yes. I'd love to hear more yeah. about that as well as any because Ryan and I also talked about time in the kitchen. And I know you're super inclined mm. toward kitchen life. So I'd also love to hear anything kitchen related happening yes. during this pandemic. For sure. Yeah. So the, for the past uh, three weekends have been able to do a Zoom uh, Baranowski Fitness <laughs> Jamboree, wow. as we like to call it, um, which has included my parents and my brother and sister-in-law and um, current uh, roommate, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Taylor, who's who's been uh, staying with me during quarantine time. And um, yeah, it's been it's been fun because we've been, um, we've been doing it to where, uh, so, uh, each of us kind of take a turn to lead like 15 minutes of it. And so that's, that's kind of nice to, to sort of mix, mix things up. And, um, you know, Nate, he finds really like weird and interesting things to bring to the table. So last time we did, um, he looked up like some, uh, fighting moves that they used to, tr- uh, uh, train some branch of the military in a different country Whoa. that we then did. So we did, we did like a lot of punches to the neck and to the groin as we were uh, doing stuff. So that was, so that was, that was interesting. So your mom don't, now no one can mess with your mom is what you're saying. Correct. Right? She knows, Correct. She knows I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think anyone is going to me- mess with her in ge- in general because she's in excellent shape, but yes, she but is now, she now even take out take out of more deadly than yes yes so all of us are ready for if this this whole uh quarantine thing turns into the purge we will be ready to defend our homes and our and our, and our lands yeah so that's a good thing um yeah and then i would say that when it comes to cooking that has been one of the most enjoyable things about this this whole uh, being stuck at home nonsense is that i as as you know, I love, love to cook. And the, one of the benefits of working from home is that I'm able to cook things that like take a really long time to where if I was going to be making something for dinner that takes, you know, three hours, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that on a, a, a typical weeknight because then I wouldn't be eating till like midnight. And so it's been, it's been great to just make, things that I wouldn't uh, normally get to uh, try. And I happen to, um, it's going to be a slight um, humble brag, but because you asked me in preparation about some of the things that I've been making, I actually made a list of everything that I've cooked, Wow! uh, which has included uh, uh, bread, uh, chicken and turkey stock, marinated asparagus, macaroni and cheese with broccoli, goulash, uh, citrus, uh, braised pork tacos, broccoli and feta frittata, shrimp scampi, blackberry pie, cast iron seared ribeye with pan sauce, uh, roasted whole chickens with warm bread salad, mashed potato casserole, cast iron southwest chicken and biscuits, pan roasted Brussels sprouts, German pancake, braised pork, uh, spare ribs, thick cut up and fries, tinga de pollo, beef uh, stir fry with bell peppers and pepper sauce, slow cooker, fig, balsamic, glazed chicken drumsticks, and shrimp bisque. <laughs> Bam. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> and Ryan so, and I now take busy. a walk of shame. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is impressive. You have like your own little diner there. I try. Yeah. You could get on Grubhub. We know we have a good relationship with Grubhub. Ooh, I know. You're right. <laughs> People could I come start, to your apartment. I could start my own Grubhub business. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. I wow. like it. I like it. So I have in um, recent months, I don't know if, if you have heard of the company America's Test Kitchen, if that rings bells no. what is that? Uh, for you. They um they do um they do a TV show where they where they cook, but they also um review kitchen equipment and ingredients and um they just like they they approach cooking in a super like uh sciencey kind of way and that engineering part of me gets real excited with just like knowing that every recipe that they put out they like test and test and test and do hundreds of times and like adjust and like uh change little things to to find what they consider to be the like perfect and ideal way to cook something. So I've been, I've been making like everything that I listed. Um, I think except for one, those were all recipes that I got from them. I'm a bit, a bit obsessed. It also means that I have purchased more kitchen equipment in the past <laughs> few months than I think I've ever bought in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and I know. I know. I As saw, you know, from <laughs> I saw the other day that you had gotten what was it a mashed potato peeler? Grape? No, please. What's it please. called? <laughs> I got a potato ricer, and I got ricer. a, I got a lot of flack from, from y'all when I pulled it out. But it is, honestly, if you want mashed potatoes with the creamiest and smoothest consistency that you will ever have, get yourself a potato ricer. Now I know you. Tom, as as a four, you like your taters to go. have like bits of <laughs> just junk in skin, it, and, uh, skin and chunkies, a little dirt, a little a little envy, a little greed, just spice it like up a little, little yeah, 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 a little something. Some so texture. I know that I know that you will not be purchasing a potato ricer, but I would just I just want to tell the whole audience that it is worth it. So. Yeah, I mean it's classic crunchy versus creamy like what do you what do you prefer in a peanut do butter you, do you prefer your mashed potatoes to be crunchy that I means prefer you them cook to be taters correctly <laughs> i prefer them to be lumpy and i'm sure there are people listening lumpy who would chunky. agree but i mean it's not to say it's not to say creamy is disgusting i'm just saying no give no, it a I choice get it, I, get it. I want I, get it. I want some texture to it but there and there are i'm sure that there are other other freaks who are also listening <laughs> to this who who would agree and i'm more than happy to uh start some some kind of poll or yeah. vote or argument um to rise up against i would love to nonsense, hear so. how the viewers or how the listeners respond mm-hmm. yeah do you prefer your mashed potatoes like soup or do you prefer it <laughs> wait wait no 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 no, no not no soup i know i'm soupy. exaggerating but no, smooth no. versus crunchy because yeah i i just it's such a trigger for me back to growing up as a crunchy peanut butter kid when the entire rest of my family was a smooth mm. creamy peanut butter kid because i was i just had to go along with it and i yeah i did it i begrudgingly ate the smooth peanut butter mm. but it always felt lacking like this could be yeah. Yeah, so yeah. much more but now because you are a I get my crunchy peanut butter because I'm an Good. adult. I can do that. <laughs> because you are a unique and special snowflake and <laughs> you want your, you want your crunchy there's peanut always, butter. There's always there's always more. No one else does. 
people. It's like really great because especially during times where people are like panic buying groceries. Mm, I go, there was one right. time, there was one time I went to the store and all of the creamy peanut butter was gone. But what was there still? The crunchy <laughs> peanut butter. So I crunchy garbage. I got nice. some and I loaded up for a week or two. Yeah. So good work, good work. Uh speaking of of a food i i would also be uh curious to hear a bit more about like things that you've been uh making or any like uh new things that you've been trying but i've i've also been hearing a lot recently that during this time people are not eating as healthy as they like usually would which i like perhaps i just haven't thought about it enough and maybe you can shed some light but i'm not quite sure how the whole like uh staying at home thing equates to eating poorly or eating yeah. not as well I mean, because i guess what you buy yeah sure right and i guess my my thought is that like because people because some people probably have a lot more time on their hands i would think that that, that would actually like inspire people to take the time to like make good food for them but perhaps i'm i'm not thinking this yeah. through. So I mean, please if you're, yeah, educate me. if you are a healthy person and you realize you have all this extra time on your hands and various eating establishments are no longer open, right? Or, or like not accepting people to dine in, then theoretically, yes, you would make more meals. And I know, speaking for myself, I'm absolutely eating more healthy hmm. since this happened because there have been so many times where I'm out and about working on a coffee shop at a coffee shop or um, or doing something out outside of the house. And so it's just way more convenient to stop by and get some fast food on the way to yeah. this place or on the way back home. Cause I don't want to then exert another 45 minutes to an hour and a half of energy into creating a meal. But, um, but now that, that distraction's removed. I've only had fast food like two or three times in the entire month, which is insanely low for me. And, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm definitely taking more initiative. I'm, I'm taking more initiative to gather like supplies that will last me a while so like having a big bag of rice and having a big bag mm -hmm. of pasta and having all these cans of beans and and just having like options for for things that i could make having like extra chicken breasts or whatever and so actually something i made because on the on the podcast with ryan i talked about making these roasted potatoes and carrots which were incredible mm -hmm. um and so something that is an update from that podcast i celebrated my birthday last week and I instructed my family. This is great because I haven't told this story yet. So I'm glad you've prompted this out of me. Um, so my entire family, my parents, brother, sister, brother-in-law, niece, they were all supposed to come to Asheville to celebrate with me. We, I had mentioned this to them like two months ago. Um, mm -hmm. And then because of the virus, like that just got scrapped. And so what I told them instead was what I want is for all of us to eat dinner on Zoom together as if we were going to a fancy restaurant. And so... I want you to cook something with a little more intentionality than you mm. normally would. And I want you to dress up for the occasion. So don't be coming in your PJs or shirtless or what have you. <laughs> um, and so it was really fun because yeah, I poured some wine. Um, mm. I had some roasted broccoli. And then the big thing that I tried was sesame seed coated tuna steaks, which mm. I grilled mm. on my stove. And it was pretty good. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it, again, I'm appreciative of texture. And so the fact that it was crunchy, but then the tuna like melted in your mouth and it was yeah. very, uh, it was very, yeah, it was very aesthetically pleasing. I felt accomplished. Like I would have never made this pre-pandemic or if I did, it would be like a once a 
once a year or once every six months thing that I would probably exert enough energy to do. So I I enjoyed that. That was my birthday dinner that I made myself. And uh, it was fun. It was fun to like gather, gather around the computer (laughs) (laughs) with the headphones in and just like, yeah, yeah, have this time with my, with my family. So that's, that's the, the fanciest thing I made lately. I love that. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent idea. Did, uh, what, what kind of things did, did other folks make anything like <laughs> my brother, he made bison burgers, Whoa. So he, not just regular Fancy. hamburgers, but bison no, no. burgers. There's more to it. And I think like tater tots or something that's, that's his, <laughs> well, yeah. that's okay. his fancy, well, but yeah, for my brother though, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, and then my parents, I think made like grilled chicken and rice or something like that. Um, my sister was very blunt. She was like, I didn't know this was going to be a fancy meal. So I just made street tacos for the entire family. Mm-hmm. So it was like tortillas <laughs> flying around everywhere. But um, nice. it was great. It was really great because my niece is two years old. And I told her to bring one of her stuffed animals to the table to be a special guest. And she has like, I don't know, 17 or 18 stuffed animals. Um, mm-hmm. But I got her one for her birthday or Christmas, I forget. Um, might've been Christmas. But um, when she came last, the first time she came to visit me, I kept telling her that there are all these wild turkeys that go in my front yard. They just roam the streets here where I live here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a huge animal lover. She loves all animals. And so she was getting really excited about seeing the turkey. That's all she would talk about in the weeks leading up to coming to visit me. Cause they cross my yard literally. I mean, they cross it every day, whether I see it every day is another thing, but but more often than not, I see these wild turkeys just traveling in packs across the neighborhood. Mm. Um, it's really cool. And so I told her about the turkey. And then literally the whole weekend she was here, we just like looked out my big front window looking for the turkeys. And they didn't show mm. up, of course. They did not show up. Um, and so I got her a turkey stuffed animal for Christmas. And so then when she came on the Zoom call with, with, uh, with her mommy and daddy, she had the little turkey doll at the table Aww. and so i felt honored that turkey <laughs> i That's asked so her what cute. her name was and she said turkey. <laughs> turkey so turkey the turkey came excellent to my d- birthday name. dinner and i felt super super loved in that mm. moment so mm. uh two questions question one uh what what kind of laws are there in Asheville in terms of like hunting these wild turkeys like if you wanted if you just like were in the in the mood to like roast one could you just like capture one because i don't think you own a gun so you'd probably have to just use your hands i mean i can't imagine that that would be smiled upon if i was like that's yeah that's whether it was my yard or certainly down the street and someone else's yard (laughs) i just like came up with a pistol and just like shot gobble gobble but uh (laughs) i i don't know because they're like legit turkeys they splay their feathers yeah yeah yeah, back and they're gobbling all over the place like they're not they're not just like little they're not just like little birds they're they're massive beasts so i don't know yeah Hmm. that is a good question i've never considered that because i will uh yeah i will i will do some some research <laughs> do some research about, from my uh, town how the turkey laws uh, are handled yes yeah uh, turkey season and then i will uh, get you a turkey call as a gift <laughs> and then i want to see oh videos my gosh. of you out hunting turkey with i would love call. i would love especially <laughs> Thank you. That was, Especially that was when my niece call. when my niece comes to visit, I think she would have a blast with a turkey call to get the turkeys yeah. to come visit. I think that would be yes. phenomenal. 
Um, That'd be sweet. Because I have two reactions. The first reaction is I'm an American, therefore I should be able to kill the whatever, turkey whatever if you I want. want mm-hmm. right? mm. But then I have a second reaction. I was like, no, they're so quaint and fun and weird. Like, <laughs> nobody's allowed to touch them. They're like an endangered species, basically. Yeah. So I had yeah. those two reactions. So, sure. No, that's 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 fair. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a hunter. I've never actually um, shot and killed anything to eat it. Um, but when it comes to like animals that I wouldn't really flinch at killing, uh, turkeys and chickens, like that was, that's just easy. Like they're just evil, evil creatures. And I'm, I have no, no problem murdering some to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, yeah, I had a friend once describe to me the process of killing turkeys and chicken. Mm. Theoretically, I'm with you in the sense that yes, I eat them all the time. So I should have no problem killing them if I if worse came to worse and yeah. I absolutely had to. But the way he described it, and I, I guess there's more than one way to skin a cat, right? So I'm sure you can mm. kill these things lots of ways. But but the way he was describing it was like you nail it to a tree upside down and slit its throat and then you like pluck all the feathers off and blood drains yeah. everywhere. And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I in my head, I would probably pass out if I had to do that myself. <laughs> mm. Even though I have no problem eating these things, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can also do the, uh, put the head on like a chopping block or tree trunk and then use an ax. I've, uh, I have uh, seen Except that. Except or... you better swing really hard because if yeah. you miss or if yep. you don't go hard enough, it's that's rough. Really... <laughs> it's rough. Uh, I think that uh, one of the more interesting and kind of grotesque ways, so for for listeners who are, I'll squeamish, just fast forward uh, <laughs> half a minute, um, is you actually take the chicken by the neck and you just uh, s- uh, uh, s- uh, swing it around super hard and kind of like give some really quick like wax and then you just break its neck. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> wow, I, didn't, I, did not, I did not know how much I was talking about murdering chickens. I am so sorry. This is supposed to be <laughs> a nice conversation. The beauty conversation of the combo of cast is that it goes, literally, you can't predict. Could we have predicted at the start of these 20 minutes that we would talk about <laughs> murdering chickens and turkey no. in the end? Isn't it no. fun how the winding road leads us there? <laughs> yes. Uh, that's, that's it, yeah. Uh, question number two, going back a bit. I'm curious, so your, your niece being to how much do you think that she understands what's happening now like is she like just has has anything changed in like her life to where she would feel hey like something's different or is she just just yeah i asked my sister this the other day actually and she responded she she thinks it's great because it just means that dada gets to stay home all the time because he's working from home and yeah gets to see him way more often than previously so so it's funny to like see this through the eyes of a child. Like there's mm-hmm. a perspective out there where a daughter just gets to see her dad more. And yeah, what a beautiful yeah, yeah. few weeks or a few months that that is for her in whatever yeah. capacity she can remember that in the future, you know, cause she's only two, but sure. But like still like the fact that she gets to have that extra time. So it's a great perspective to know that this is actually better for some people than mm. previously sure. <laughs> weird yeah. it's a weird thought to think yeah, yeah. that this this is a step up in some ways for some people <laughs> but for my two-year-old niece it sure. certainly is mm. yeah 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 i was just i was just pondering that recently of how i wonder that like younger kids as as they live through this season that when they get older and they look back on it and like talk about it what are they going to say of like what did you think was happening like how did you feel? Like, I just think that'll be, that'll be interesting because like, 
like world world events like these do like do change people in ways that they don't even realize so i just think yeah it'll be interesting to like see how that will affect if like will, will it will it be now that like every time that we're out shopping and we see they have toilet paper that we're gonna buy some even if we don't need it just because yeah. like oh like yes they they have it i must get it i don't know why i must get it but i'd feel this urge to yeah purchase this yeah no i'm definitely curious to see the perspectives we all have on the other side of this thing um we have to go jacob but oh. i'm glad you mentioned toilet paper because i this has been something <laughs> that i've needed to vent and, and get out for a while now is um when this whole pandemic started you know everyone started panic buying the toilet paper and i just mm -hmm. looked back and laughed and smiled because i had i had gotten toilet paper like a month prior like one of those big 24 counts like packages. So I was like, I was like, mm. I'm fine. I'll be okay. <laughs> and then lo and behold, a month later, here we are. And I'm down to my final three rolls and I'm starting Ooh. to look at the counters a little more closely every time I go out and they're always empty. And mm. I'm just like, well, I'm going to trust manna from heaven or toilet paper from Trader Joe's or whatever. And just see, uh, or not, not Trader Joe's like the local grocery store here or Walmart or what have you. Yeah, yeah. Just like, well, hopefully it's there that when I when I need it. Otherwise, we're about to break into some some new territory. So yeah, we'll yeah, that'll be that's, that's gonna be interesting when, when that happens. Yeah, I uh, I look forward to hearing your your reports. Of by the end of this, yeah, by the end of the run of this Corona Convo cast, hopefully I will have found more toilet paper because we're reaching that we're reaching that make or break moment here in the weeks to come. Mm. So mm -hmm. we're gonna mm -hmm. see. <laughs> we're going to see what happens. What? But uh, in the meantime, if y'all are interested in learning about anything about your other brothers, which has nothing to do with anything that Jacob and I <laughs> talked about today, you can go to yourotherbrothers.com and you can follow us on all the socials at yourotherbros. Um, and we'll be back really soon for another convo cast as we keep this little train of a podcast running um, through this these uncertain times. We are here to bring some amount of certainty to your days. So mm. Jacob, thanks for coming on and filling the Baranowski seat. I appreciate my, it. My pleasure. And remember y'all, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. Stay home y'all, but stay connected. And we'll be talking to y'all soon. Y'all have a great rest of your day. See you later. Bye.